Hello everyone, and welcome to Novel Tea from the North Situate Library. I'm your host Catherine, and every month I review a couple books and give you a look behind the shelves at the secret and sometimes maybe not very scandalous lives of library workers. Today, I am reviewing The Tiger's Daughter by K. Arsenault Rivera. The Tiger's Daughter is a fantasy novel set in the Hakaran Empire, which is basically what I would call Fantasy Asia. The chapters alternate between the perspectives of Shafali, a Koran warrior, and Oshizuka, the Hakaran Empress. These two extraordinarily powerful women, and by powerful, I mean they have magic powers, though they're also strong in other ways, they've been connected since they were born, despite the distance between them at present. The book's description reads something like, The Hakaran Empire has conquered every land within their reach, but swarms of demons from the forest are now threatening it. That's technically accurate, but it makes it sound like an action-adventure book, and there's a lot of tension and action in the book, but really it's a character-driven story held together by a predestined romance between the main characters. It's about a hundred pages before the first hint of demons. This is the book we read for the Queer Book Club this month. I usually like to focus on something different for the podcast, but this book is long and I am busy. I feel like the Tiger's Daughter has some problems, like the whole notion of fantasy Asia doesn't sit 100% well with me since the author is not Asian or Asian American, she's Puerto Rican. I've read reviews that lambast it for that, and I'm not sure that's totally called for. It also occasionally falls into world-building mode at awkward times, especially when Shafali's letters explain things about Korin and Hakaran culture that the characters would really not need to explain to each other. However, I really enjoyed the book. It was an engaging experience. The language is really great to read, and the characters are extremely vivid and feel real. You want to laugh with them and at them, and yell at them sometimes. It's a book to lose yourself in, and at 530 pages, you could do that for a long time. The Tiger's Daughter is available at the library in print format only. You can place a hold by visiting catalog.oslri.net or ask someone at the library to help you get it. I recommend it for anyone in the mood for a long, character-driven story full of highs and lows and stupid mistakes and great triumphs. And if you enjoy it, remember, it's the first in a series. Hi everyone! Happy almost fall! It's Miss Elise here, catching you up on what's happening in the youth services area here at North Situate Library. This past week, we had a fun STEAM activity where kiddos made their very own inflatable critter. They did such a great job and had some very inventive ideas for their creations. I have to say that their problem-solving skills were top-notch, and they all figured out how to make their ideas come to life. Um, if you check out our Instagram story, we've posted a couple of short videos of what they made so you can see their creations. Also, if you can stop in, check out our young patron Audrey's awesome rock collection that's in our glass display case right when you come in the door. 
She's been collecting rocks since she was very small, and she has a lot of them. So we are very happy that she's letting us show them off. If you have a collection that you would like to have displayed in our case, please contact me and we can reserve a month for you. And while you're in checking out our cool rocks, you can take a picture with a banned book over in our teen section. Our resident designer, Laurel, has put together a spectacular display for Banned Books Week, which is September 26th to October 2nd. And during that time, you can come in and take a mugshot photo, getting caught reading a banned book. Okay, so before I tell you about some of the some more fun things going on here at the library, I have to tell you about a great new book I read. The book is Kingston and the Magicians Lost and Found by Rooker Moses and Theo Ganji, and it's the first of a middle grade series. So four years ago, Kingston's dad, Kingston James's dad, disappeared into a mirror while performing his magic act with a rival magician, the maestro, at Echo City's famous Mercury Theater in Echo in Brooklyn. Not soon after. He and his mom moved away. So four years later, they need to return to Brooklyn to save their old home from foreclosure. King's mom decides it's time to turn the suffering magic shop that his dad and uncle shared into a thriving cafe. However, Kingston has other plans. He wants to find out what really happened to his dad. So soon he begins to find clues and uncover the truth behind the disappearance. With the help of his cousin Veronica and childhood friend Tutal, King sets out on a very dangerous mission to bring his father back. But any misstep could mean death or the end of the world as we know it. Check out Kingston and the Magicians Lost and Found to find out if King can save his dad and the world. I thought this book was pretty awesome. It was exciting and really interesting. And I am a huge fan of magicians. I love books that have them as characters. One of my favorite books is The Night Circus, which features rival magicians. I also really liked that the book discussed some history of magic, with King talking about some important and famous African-American magicians from the early days of magic, including Richard Potter, Isaac Willis, a.k.a. the Great Boomski, and King's dad's hero, Black Herman. I would definitely recommend this book to anyone who enjoys fantasy or anything about magic or magicians. You can find it in the kids section with the, where the elementary and tween books are. So now on to coming events. <laughs> Story time is kicking off this coming week. So we are hoping for pleasant weather. <laughs> we still have a few slots open for the first session which will run from September 21st and 23rd to October 26th and 28th. Tuesdays are for three and a half to five-year-olds, and Thursdays are for toddlers, 18 months to three. There's just a 10-kiddo limit for now, so um, sign up really soon for this session. For teens and tweens, grades six and up, we have a couple of crafts coming up. Do you have a ripped or old t-shirt that you can't part with but really shouldn't wear in public anymore? 
I know we all have at least one. <laughs> so come to the library on Wednesday, September 29th at 4, and we'll upcycle those shirts into awesome tote bags. And there is no sewing involved. We have some fun new spray, spray-on fabric paint that you will get to try out too. And on Saturday, October 16th at 1, we'll be making spooky potion bottle decorations using recycled glass bottles. On that same day, at 11, Genshin Garden Club will be back in person showing kids ages 5 and up how to make some beautiful floral and nature crafts. Um, the October program's theme is Fall Leaves. And for any of our families that are considering homeschooling, Enrich RI will be doing a virtual information session through Zoom on Wednesday, October 13th from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, they're going to have lots of information and resources to share. You can visit our website, situatelibrary.org, to sign up. Or you can contact um, me or Catherine for more information. And... Calling all manga, anime, and graphic novel fans out there, especially teens and tweens, I've been working on expanding our collection of manga and graphic novels, and it would be great to have some suggestions on what to add in. So please let me know if you have any recommendations or if you think that there is something that we should have. Um, I'm always up to hear whatever you'd like to have in our collection. Um, and also, don't forget to send in your two-sentence horror stories for us to read on our new TikTok channel. You can send them on Instagram or if you want to send them to my email, alice at situatelibrary.org. A-L-Y-C-E at situatelibrary.org. So I look forward to seeing everyone here at the library. Um, if you have any questions, requests, comments, or you just want to stop by and say hello or email me, um, or you can email me <laughs> to say hi. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of the September, and I hope maybe I'll see you at the library. Bye. And now for our little peek behind the shelves. I have big news this month. Gary Industries, the consultant from CDB, has finished consulting at Jen and Megan's library. What was going on the last time I gave a Gary update? Oh, gosh. Was that all the way back in May? Okay, so as you may remember, we all banded together to resist Gary's attempts to change the way we run the cookbook club because he came in with no idea about how libraries work or, in a general sense, how to interact with the public. He stormed off in a huff, saying he was going to take things to the board. I know I left that on an upbeat, but, you know, that was actually kind of scary. In actuality, that just means that things moved really, really slowly for a while, and there wasn't much to tell. He met with the board of trustees at their next meeting at the start of the summer, and with some prodding from the director, the board agreed to hear our side of the story as well at the next meeting. Jen took the lead since it was her turf and Megan was too busy doing whatever it is Megan does, but we all helped over the next month to put together a presentation about the club with facts and figures and pictures and testimonials from patrons. Let me just say it was a huge pain in the butt working on that right when we were supposed to be planning for summer reading and while we were dealing with Bill's whole gross article for Lambton. The board meeting went like gangbusters, though. Honestly, Jen was like an avenging angel. 
I can't imagine anyone would say a word against her, especially with the data to back her up. At the end of the presentation, she invited the board to the next cookbook club meeting about a month later. So yeah, see what I mean about slow? 10 weeks later, and Gary was still waiting for a final decision from the board. A couple members came to our August session, which I didn't have a chance to tell you about because the whole bill issue seemed a thousand times more pressing. The short story is that they had a great time and don't want us to change anything. So the club stays and the board knows more about what we do and how we do it. That really took the last of the wind out of Gary Industries sales and he stopped trying to interfere. He spent less time in our business and more working on his report, which was due at the start of September following six months of observation and investigation. Jen sent me a copy of the report when she read it, fuming, of course. None of his recommendations or data reflected all of the work that we've put in towards proving the things that work for us. So Jen is pissed, but where I'm sitting, I think that Gary could be great at what he does if he ever, ever listened to the people around him and applied his expertise to reality, rather than to some idealized version of the world where people act rationally and predictably. It's such a shame because if he applied what he knows about workplaces to our own foundation, we probably could do some great things. On the bright side, he didn't recommend anyone be laid off. He actually recognized how hard they all are working every single day. And there was a lot of talk about using technology to reduce the strain on the staff, which was well-meaning, even if it's largely misguided. And while a lot of what he suggested is unreasonable and completely disconnected from how libraries work compared to a for-profit business, it seems like our work reaching out to the board over the summer has cooled their ardor for big changes. Some of his recommendations are up for discussion, but they will be discussed with staff, evaluated, and handled in steps. So no tears, especially since most people were just glad to have him out of their hair. That's it for this month, dear listeners. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Novel Tea. Please note that the opinions in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoint of the North Situate Public Library. The Behind the Shelves segment is a work of fiction, and any similarities to real people is unintentional. Today we mentioned The Tiger's Daughter by K.R. Snow Rivera, and Kingston and the Magicians Lost and Found by Rucker Moses and Theo Ganji. I'm including links to all of the books we discussed in the show notes, as well as a link to a transcript of the episode and to all of our social media. If you can't get enough library content, visit situatelibrary.org to learn about all our services and programs. Please be sure to send us feedback on this show, leave us reviews wherever you can do that, or even just drop us an email. I'm at Catherine at situatelibrary.org, and Elise is Elise at situatelibrary.org. We'd love to hear from you.